All right, everybody. Welcome to episode number four. Is this four? This is four mm-hmm. or five. I, I don't even remember. Welcome to the new episode of Go With The Flow. Special guest in the building. But before I get to my guest, um, there are a few few little um, things that I want to take care of first. The first big thing is thank yous. So I joined the Daily Prince like I mentioned last week. And there are some p- people who have been very instrumental in me joining and have been very helpful this whole process. So... Um, first thank you goes to Isabel Rodriguez. She's the head of the podcast section of the Daily Prince. She's amazing. I bother her a lot and she answers all my questions, does everything, helps me out a lot. So thank you so much, Isabel Rodriguez. Zach Shevin, he was all he and Isabel reached out to me to join the Daily Prince and it's been nothing but a seamless transition. They are the greatest people, make everything so easy for me. Um, so yeah, thank you, Zach. Thank you, Isabel. Mark Dodici, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He lets me into the studio every time I want to record, so thank you, Mark. You're the homie. And finally, Sydney Peng. She, okay, so you're listening to this right now, Spotify, Apple Music, or not Apple Podcasts. Go and look at the logo for the show. She created the fantastic logo based off just a picture and a few written words, and I didn't even have to, like, commute, communicate anything else to her. And she, I had a vision for the logo, and she made it happen exactly like I wanted it to. So thank you so much, Sydney. Very talented. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And on that topic, there is going to be merch released for the podcast. I was going to get stuff for myself, but I was like, maybe some other people want some. I never know. And so... There will be hoodies, t-shirts, and crew necks released in white, black, and pink. And as of the time this episode comes out, I would have posted it everywhere. So if you want to order, make sure to order. But just two quick disclaimers. One, I'm not selling them for a profit. So however many stuff people order, um, that's how much money I'm going to take and order the stuff. There's not going to be any profit made from it. And secondly, this isn't the Daily Print selling it. It is me selling it by my own accord for myself to let people get merch and that's it i think yeah that covers everything and now not to my guest <clears throat> now i would just like to note that we recorded this episode a week ago but there was no memory card in the recording device and so we've had this entire conversation already a week ago but we're going to try to recreate the same magic that we had last week because i think it was a great episode but without further ado Welcome to the show, Faven. Hello. Thank you. I'm back. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for re-recording with me and bearing with me. Although we had we had some technical difficulties the first time, but Faven <laughs> is a friend of mine. We met. How do we meet Faven? Tell the people how we met, and don't say the same description you said last <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. Um, we met. It was we were out at like a party, or yes, we were out at a party, and then we had a mutual friend, and then like. We met each other, and it was just like vibes since then, and then we just started chopping it up. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. And the reason that I wanted to have Faven on, well, many reasons, great person, yeah. but one of the primary reasons is that you are a transfer student. I am. You are a transfer student. Yeah. And I don't know how many people who knew that we had transfer students on campus. I don't. Did I know that? I might, I might not have known that. You might be the first one that I've ever spoken to. I think everybody that I talk to, I'm the first that they've, they've met. Exactly. You're, yes, like, you're a unicorn. I'll take it. In the best in the best way possible, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. And so I was like, oh, this would be a great she would be a great guest to have on. Let people hear about her experience as a transfer student coming from community college, which we're gonna get a lot more into in a little bit, because you know, we've already had this conversation Literally. before. <laughs> <laughs> but the way I start every single episode is by asking the my guest to tell me about yourself. Tell me where you're from stuff you do on campus, and just any other thing that you would want the people to know. So, Faven, please, tell us about yourself. Yes. So, I'm from California, the Bay Area. Um, Wait, can I just note that I made... (laughs) It's so weird recording this again, because there were some... I know your question. (laughs) No, not even that. There were some jokes that I made last time that I feel stupid, like, making again. (laughs) Like, I made the California joke, but I'm not even going to say it this time, so sorry. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) Um... What was I saying? I You're from the Bay Area, California. From the Bay Area, yes. I'm from a small city, San Leandro. It's about 10 minutes from Oakland. Nobody really knows where Oakland is, so it's like 20 minutes from San Francisco. That's where the Warriors are, duh. Yeah, yeah, you go Warriors. Yeah, Steph Curry, yeah. 
That's all people know about. But it's okay. Um, I grew up in California. Um, I, I always hate this question. Like, tell me about yourself, like in interviews and shit. And well, you like, better get ready when the interviews, when the when the job interviews come. That's the that's the employer's favorite. And you question. just like forget everything about yourself. Um, so yes, I'm from California. I grew up there with my siblings and my family. Um, went to community college. I transferred here. Um, and I'm involved in BSC. Hopefully, actually, have an interview today. You have to interview to be in BSU. Yeah, to since be like, when did you have to? To interview? be on the committee. Sorry. Oh, you want to be on the board? Or, okay, gosh. I was like, since I think, when did they make you interview no to be on the club? I don't okay. remember signing up, and then I just got an email saying register for an interview. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think that, and then is it Passa? Pasa, Pasa, yes. Oh, damn it! Last week, last time I recorded this, you just made up a name of the club. <laughs> no, last time I said I said BSU, and then I said African American. Hey, you said club. some shit that wasn't a thing, and yeah. I was like, "This, no, it's not a club." But Pasa, yes. There I'm we gonna go. try not to reference the last episode, but I'm gonna do it. So there was much. just so much good shit. It in was the last such, episode. it was such a good episode. But yes, and you, like you said, you're in two clubs, which is great. Um, I think an important thing to do is not to stretch yourself too thin when you get mm. here. And join 55 different clubs. No, I don't plan to. Your first year because, again, there's a lot to do here and it's so easy to overextend yourself. But, um, so, like you mentioned, you went to community college for two years. So, first question, I just want to take it all the way back to high school. Um, did you always, first of all, don't smile like that. You know I'm good. You know what the questions are, so don't <laughs> stop. Act like you haven't heard okay, any okay, of these okay, questions okay. before. So, taking it all the way back to high school. Was the plan always for you to do two years at community college and then transfer? Or did you um, want to go to a four-year university and that just didn't work out? Could you just take me back there and just walk me through how you ended up going to your community college, which is named? Chabot College. Chabot, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so back in high school, I was planning to go straight to a four-year because I didn't want to follow my brother's path because I have three older brothers and we all went to the same elementary school middle school high school and i just like refused to go to community college with them too to shippo and so i was like you know what? i'm not going blah 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 like i'm gonna go straight to a four-year i'm gonna move out um that did not go as planned um so junior year grades were not the best um and so i'm kind of thinking like maybe like community college is gonna be my path but i was still like so against it i was like no i'm not going and so i applied or my senior came around and then i applied to a whole bunch of UCs. Um, I only got into Riverside. Um, actually, I got waitlisted to Riverside, which is so sad. And then I was thinking about going there, but then my counselor was really pushing me because she's like, no, like, don't go to community colleges. Um, like, you don't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I told, I was talking to my parents about it too, and they were like, you don't really need to go to Riverside. Um, like you can do better. No offense to anybody who goes to Riverside. It's a great school. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> and like I said last time, I doubt this podcast is big enough for anyone from Riverside to ever listen. But it will be one day. It, I mean, one day. And then yeah. they'll try to cancel me on you. But until then, we don't. It's okay. okay. Carry on. Shout out Riverside. Yes. Um, and yeah, it was like a really like possibility of me going to Riverside. But I kind of just didn't want to settle. Um, and my parents knew that. Like, they were very, like, encouraging. Like, if you want to do it, like, go for it. But, like, know that you can do better for sure. So then I was, like, I thought about it. And I was, like, Riverside's not at all where I want to go. Um, only reason I was considering is because I really wanted to move out the house. Because, you know, like, when you're a teenager in high school, you just want to leave. Um, and then I think it was, like, around June, July. And I was, like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to go to Riverside. And then that's when I enrolled at Shabbat. You Okay. So you wanted to go to... A four-year college. You said your grades weren't the best, mm -hmm. which again, that's another thing that we're going to talk about is the fact that people, my or high school students, whoever, even college students, are like, "Oh, I don't get into the school of my dreams initially. Everything's over. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the world." But you're the perfect example of grades weren't the best. You went to community college for two years, worked hard, and now you're at Princeton, and then the world is your oyster. Okay, but um, this is also something that. I don't even know if a lot of people really understand. My understanding of community college is not the best. So could you just break down what is... Honestly, yeah, very simple, simple question. What is a community college? And what <laughs> makes it different from a four-year institution? That's such an Ivy League thing to say. What? How is... What? What? Because nobody knows what community college is, and it's so funny. They're like, how, how does it work? How, that's not like an Ivy League <laughs> thing. That's a everybody thing. Mm. 
Don't make me. <laughs> no, okay. Answer the question. Anyways. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so, community college is for anyone who anyone who doesn't want to go or can't go straight to a four-year university or they just don't want to pay for like a four-year it's really for there's a lot of ways that community college works for people um there's like grown people who are like 50 years old 60 who go to community college and you can just you can do two to four years there. i'm not sure how long it is and get your aa your associate's degree which can get you to like it's not a bachelor's but it's one under it which can still get you places um and so in terms of like being a high school student going to community college, um, you kind of just like if you don't if you can't make it to a four year, you want to save money, whatever, you would go to a community college. Um, you declare your major there. And then usually how it goes is that you choose what school you want to transfer to. And then you like find their requirements for transfers and they have a whole bunch of classes and things that you have to take before you can transfer there. And most people think it's just like a two-year thing, but it can really take as long as you need. Like my brother was a computer science major, so it took him five years at community college and then he transferred. So it's really just you go at your own path and like you get all your um, prereqs done, um, which is actually really nice because you don't have to pay for them once you get to a four-year. You just go straight into your major classes. And then, um, yeah, you kind of just hang out at the community college, do your two years, however long it takes, and then you apply to a four-year. And how would you describe your experience over there? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What, what was it, what was that like? Oh, I like absolutely loved my community college. Um, probably one of the best decisions I've ever made was to go to CC. Um, the people were so dope, and like the professors were amazing. Um, it was just like a overall like great experience because a lot of people have stories like behind them um, that are very like that are very different and like you kind of just bond over that you can also just bond about being poor something you can't do here <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i don't assume everyone's background here you don't i agree i agree you're right but it's not the way that you can do it at cc's which is dope um but everybody's just like really like genuine people they're all here for the same reason um everybody here, we're all, we're, we're. sorry they're all <laughs> <laughs> you did this last time i was like i, I think you think you're still in california right now i will forever be in california <laughs> like still here i'm like wait i had to look around like wait are we at chabot right now okay <laughs> back there we're all there for the same reason at um at chabot we all have the same goal agenda which is really dope and it was just like there's no like real pressure of wanting to get and get out in two years like everybody's just kind of doing their thing going with the flow and it's just like <laughs> wait they're doing what could you could you repeat that they are going with the flow yeah they are shout out to the podcast <laughs> um it was great like no competition it was just really great vibes and like there was a really dope like black community there uh, which i love met like a lot of my best friends there and yeah it was just an amazing experience and this is one thing that we talked about a little bit in the last recording but could you talk about how you mentioned how there was like some guidance counselor somebody who was like instrumental in you even applying to different schools could you just tell that story again i don't even remember the question i asked to get to that last time but i just want to hear you talk about that again wait can you say the question again remember how you talked about how there was a like teacher or somebody um, who was really instrumental in you mm -hmm. getting here could you just talk about that yeah um uh, mr dewitt like i shout out mr dewitt yes send, Tommy. Him, send him this podcast i will i actually will i haven't talked to him in a minute but um he he was like overall just amazing he was my english professor um my african-american studies like english class professor and he was just super dope, like amazing, amazing guy. Um, I remember I first walked in there like the first week of school and he was like, so where do you want to transfer to? And I was like, ah, ha, ha, like Princeton, a Kiki, <laughs> which was my answer to everybody when they said that. And he was like, really? And I was like, like, you know, like probably not, but just throwing that out there. And he was like, well, you know, you got to have like good grades, like you can work on it, like you can get there if you want to, but like, like it's not going to be easy. And... I was like, yeah, but I'm probably just going to, like, I'm probably really going to want to go to, like, UCLA or USC, which were my top two choices, like, actual top two choices then. Um, and, yeah, he was just amazing. Like, he pushed me through everything. Like, he really helped me get through those two years. And, like, I gained so much perspective just at community college. And, like, he would always, like, throw me into, like, volunteer things or, like, ask me to lead certain things. Like, he would volunteer me for things and then tell me after. He's like, oh, you're doing this. And I was like, oh, great. But it was all amazing. Like, I would do it all again, like, 
with his guidance. Like he's just an overall like amazing person. And that's, that, I think we, I feel like most people have that similar story of people seeing things in us that we don't necessarily see in themselves. Right. And I could definitely think of like teachers and even pe- here at Princeton, just certain people who they look at you and very like what you just said, like they volunteer you for things. Mm-hmm. They always speak about you in such a good way when you're not there because they see so much in you. Right. And it's so important for kids, just anyone to have people to believe in them in that manner, because I don't know about you, but it's even I'm. It's the case where some people will, like, say good things about me. And I'm like, guys, like, stop. Like, I'm not that yeah. good. Like, stop, stop <laughs> guessing me about I'm not that special. But then they just see something in you and yeah. they keep pushing you and pushing you. You don't want to let those people down. And then eventually, you know, hopefully you could you can make them proud. Yeah, at definitely. Some point. Yeah, he was, like, he was an amazing person. And without him, I probably would not be where I am today. For the same reasons that you said, like, he saw something in me that I probably would have never seen or even, like, thought of and... It was just dope to have that person in your corner. Gotcha. And so next question, um, and this is something that we talked about a little bit last time also, but um, what would you say are the benefits to going to a community college? And there's a specific answer that I'm looking for out of you, so I hope you say it. There's like so much pressure. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like trying to think back to what I said last time. Remember the whole like transition period? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this is funny. I need to unrecord every episode that I do and do it again. Just so like the same experience. exactly, just like pull things out of the guest. Okay, but okay, yes. Um, first, the main one is you save so much money. Like the first two years that you do at a four-year university are the same ones that you can do at a CC for like a quarter of the price, which is really great. Um, yeah, so definitely financially is the way to go. And financial aid was amazing. Um, like, the number one thing you hear at community college is, like, I get paid to go here. Because they just, they cover your your costs. They give you a little extra cash just to, like, live, which is really dope. Um, you get to live at home because it's usually, like, the one that I went to was 15 minutes away from me. So it was just commuting. Um, didn't need a car because I took my parents' car. It was just great. Um, and then on top of that, like you said, just the transitioning from, high school to college is like a really big jump and like community colleges really help you like get settled in and like slowly work into like the college pace of things as opposed to like going from high school writing or like math or whatever and going straight to a four-year where they don't care that you're a freshman they just expect you to like hop on it really quick um so I really appreciated like having that slow like transition into college work and not really having to have the pressures of like being at the same level of everyone else, which was dope. And it was just, like, a great way to, like, slowly work your way into, like, higher um, higher courses and more, like, difficult um, classes. Yeah, and I, that's another important thing that you mentioned because college is not easy. Mm. Princeton is not easy. Whatever school you go to is not easy, but I maintain that Princeton is probably one of the hardest schools that there Agreed. is. For no reason, too. They just make it so hard. Been here for like five weeks, and I agree. Absolutely no yep. reason. But yes, and so there are, I could see how there would be the benefits of being a certain in-between before going to college. Because high school, I don't know what high school is like for you, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I don't think it's like high school is the most difficult thing in the world. I agree. And I think the transition, that was one of the biggest, even like, no, there's no one who d- may, has a seamless transition into university, I don't think. Mm. And so that jump was quite significant from high school to college. And like, kind of like you're saying, community college provides that perfect in between transition period where you're able mm-hmm. to get a little more of a college coursework or course load without actually having like the difficulty of whatever you're going to be getting to after mm-hmm. it's the type of situation where from what it sounds like you are probably able to have are there, do you have like not like guidance counselor but do you have you have, you're able to get like closer relationships with like administrators or whatever to the point where you they they assist the adjustment into school and then you train or am i completely wrong uh, you're not completely wrong. Uh, Just a little bit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. Like, you do get really close with, like, your counselors because they work with you one-on-one. Um, I think, like, at every school, you really just have to find a good counselor because not all of them are looking out for you or, like, know what's best. Um, and along with, like, the professors, they also help you transfer, like, helping you out with what you did. Again, shout out to do it. Um, they work with you one-on-one, which is really great. And 
like that transition from high school like they know that you're not at that level of doing college work yet so like they slowly like ease you in and like extend some deadlines for you which is really nice again shout out to do it for doing that for me um yeah so i don't know if i answered your question yes it did i don't even know what i was trying to ask i can't i didn't either so this is me being too like this is me trying to re i've never done the like whole re-recording episode Mm -hmm. this is me trying to like recreate everything we did last week so whatever (laughs) it doesn't matter um so next question though do you think that there is a stigma around community colleges and is it unfair and if so how do we work to reduce said stigma um yeah there's definitely a huge um stigma around community colleges of it being like oh if you don't go in to four year right after high school like you failed like don't go to community college like that doesn't mean like you didn't make it like you're not doing as well as people who go straight to a four-year and it's kind of just really looked down on like my counselor in high school was so against community colleges and like she was really pushing me to go to Riverside and she was like at least it's a UC like at least you won't be at a community college uh which is really we won't name her name if I remembered it (laughs) (laughs) um and it was just it was really annoying like having that from someone who's supposed to be like guiding you in like the best direction um but even just like overall like people just feel like um going to community college means like you're done for life like you're just you're never gonna go to a four-year you're never gonna have like that like that label of going straight to a four-year whatever college or university that you transfer to but what people don't realize is that once you transfer and you go to a four-year nowhere on it doesn't say that you went to community college and it's just like it doesn't make a difference it says your degree like where you came from or like what university you graduated from and that's it like there's no sign of your cc being on there and it gives you a lot more options like if you can't get in like for my case like i didn't get in anywhere except for one school and then once i um transferred like i got accepted to a lot more schools and i had way more options than i would straight out of out of high school so in terms of how to get rid of that stigma um i guess that's just like a lot of work to be done i think it starts with high school because there's a lot of even just teachers who saying like you don't want to go to cc because like you're gonna take forever there and get stuck there for more than two years um so a lot of it comes from high school because they're just really trying to get students to four years because it affects their numbers and like it shows like what their graduate level is and like they're people who go on to four-year universities um and just more of like people speaking out about their own experiences so having you on the podcast every week yes there you go you got my joke <laughs> recycle joke it's honestly it doesn't i i hate myself it doesn't hit the same but it's it okay does, it really does not hit the same i hate this we are never going to no nothing carry on sorry i mean for them it's it's new true for everyone listening it's the first okay fair, fair enough but for us it's like ah we've been here we did this we've done that but exactly you again bring up some great points when you get your degree like kind of like you said it's just gonna say Princeton University. It's gonna say your major, which is what's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just gonna say your major, and it's gonna say you graduated. So people think that oh, there's this. People are gonna look down on me or, or something because I spent two years elsewhere. But kind of like I told you last week, if I just when I met you, obviously didn't know you were a transfer. Mm-hmm. Hadn't met like any sophomores. Obviously didn't know any freshmen. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just someone that I've never met before. And if you didn't say you transferred, I'd be like, oh, okay, like. I'm a regular person. You are you are still a regular person. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. But I would have never assumed or even cared. Even now, it's like, okay, you went to community college, cool. Like, you have a cool story, but it's not like a, oh, she's, like, any less than anybody here because she spent two years yeah. elsewhere. And I think a lot of people, high schoolers, kind of like you said, because of whether it's guidance counselors, teachers, whoever in their lives is, is telling them that if you go to community college, you're a failure and mm. there's nowhere up, up from... There's nowhere up for you from there god sometimes i can't speak (laughs) english they cancel out an option that will probably benefit them to do Mm -hmm. before they try to make the jump to college yeah exactly so yeah guys over here yeah that's exactly faven is the perfect example of there's many different paths to get wherever you want to get if you want to come to princeton if you want to go elsewhere and even just not even just like get into college even after because some mm-hmm. people are like oh i don't go to an ivy i don't go to this school i don't go wherever 
my chances of getting to whatever end destination are gone. But mm-hmm. that's not the case. Everyone has their own different path. Everyone has their own different story. And we will all find our way to get wherever we want to get. And, you know, things work. I am a firm believer in the fact that things work out how they're supposed to. Me too. Yes, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Yep. Everyone has their own unique journey to get where they're supposed to. And this is just a nice little example of that where this is a perfectly viable option that people should probably be probably be utilizing more, but they don't because of all the different stigmas or whatever mm-hmm. that people have put on it. I agree. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Um, community college is the way to go. But and yep, that's all I have. Shout out to Bo. Okay, yes. so we've covered <laughs> we've covered your experience at the community college. Now I want to get into you making the transfer to Princeton, mm-hmm. um, and so. What was the application process like? Do you, is it the same for a high schooler coming right out of high school, or is there a different transfer application? Um, I don't know what the freshman application is like, but um, the transfer application was um, it was through the Common App, and then you what was on the application? It was two letters of rec. Um, the, there's a couple of like short essay questions. Um, of course, you have like your your own like your paper or the essay that you yeah you turn in a paper like that you submitted in your high school that was graded you have to turn that in um and then you have like i forget what it's called but like that essay that you write about why you want to transfer common app essay maybe okay but there's an you write a paper an essay um saying like why you want to transfer and like um what princeton or whatever institution um like what it will do for you. And then I believe that was everything on the application. And it was just like, which was really nice about Princeton and Ivy Leagues is that they don't have any requirements or classes that you have to fulfill before you can apply or transfer, which was really cool. So I could just apply with whatever I had, whatever classes I had. And then, yeah, it was, that was the transfer application. Okay. And um, so you applied to Princeton and how many other schools did you apply to? I want to say about 10 or 11 other schools. And um, I don't remember exactly. Okay. And I know this because I went on your Twitter and I saw. All oh, the- my gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you told me to. I did. Okay. I could, did you not? I don't remember. I feel like I don't want to argue it. So yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so you applied to Princeton and you got in and we're going to rewind and go back to that moment in a second. But where else were you able to get into? I got into UC Berkeley, UCLA, um, USC, San Jose State, Pomona, Long Beach, Yale, and Princeton. Yale and Princeton, and you, I would like you made the right choice out of that whole list. Thank you. But can you take me back to the moment where you got into Princeton? And actually, first, when you were applying, did you think you would get in? Absolutely not. Yeah, I only I th- applied because. One other school, or USC, I was applying for, and it was, like, the damn near the same application for Princeton, and you just, like, check the box. So I was like, okay. So, like, might as well. And it was free. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, and I don't, anyone who says they know they will get in, or they're just fucking liars. Yeah. Because this is just a crapshoot. I think that's the right term, crapshoot. We'll go with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. We're, we're going with the flow. <laughs> and unless you're, like, a quadruple legacy or an athlete who is being uh, recruited, I... Anyone there's no who way said, you know. There's no one who knows that they're going to get in. Because however many people get in, there's another, like, 10,000 kids who could also get in and be as successful here. No, so, agreed. yeah. Agreed. Okay. But, okay, back to the moment that you got into Princeton. Walk walk the walk the audience through that moment. <laughs> Opening the acceptance letter, being like, oh, my God, I got oh into Princeton. Oh, my God. That was literally my words. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, okay, so first of all, I didn't tell anybody I applied, except for my cousin. Like, I was just like, I'm not going to tell anybody, because if I don't get in, like, it's embarrassing, like, that I even applied. Which, again, it's not embarrassing to not get into Princeton, like we just said. It's like I a just, fucking, what, 5% acceptance rate? 1% for transfers. Just, exactly. Just one of those. Exactly. 0.91%, actually. But exactly. who's there really you, checking? Who's <laughs> checking? I'm checking. I have the stats right in front of me, yes. <laughs> um... But I just, like, didn't want to tell anybody that it was even, like, an option for me. Because, like, I guess, like, in my family or, like, just in my circle, like, Ivy Leagues weren't even thought of to, like, apply to. Like, nobody applied to them. Nobody went to an Ivy League. Like, it was just, like, 
the last thing people thought of. So I was like, I'm just not going to say anything because it's like, I guess maybe I felt like I was reaching too far. And so I just didn't say anything. So I was like, no, I'm just going to like keep it on hush. Like I didn't get my essays checked by anybody because I didn't want my, pro- I didn't want anybody to know. What? Yeah, I just, I just plugged it out and just did it myself. And um, so the day of, um, so acceptances came out at three o'clock Eastern time, which is 12 o'clock um, in California. And so I was just like, you know, I'm just going to stay in bed until 12 o'clock. Like, I'm not going to get up. Like, I have my laptop next to me and make sure it was charged. Like, I woke up at like 8 o'clock because I was like, oh, my God, like, they come out today, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't sleep. So I'm just in my bed for like four hours just laying there. And then it's like 11.59. I pull out my laptop. And then I go on to the Princeton thing. And it says, um, like, there's been an update to your application or update to your status. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is it. And then... I'm laying in bed, and then I press it, and I see the big-ass tiger there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I got in, yay. And I was just in shock. Like, it was just, like, unreal. Like, knowing how many people applied, and, like, that they only accepted about, like, 13 or 16 students last, I think it is. 16 out of uh, 1,349 applicants. Wow. Look at me with the stats. It just makes me feel so much better. (laughs) But, yeah, and it was just, like, it was wild, and then... My grandma was, like, sleeping right next to me, so I couldn't, like, yell. So this is all, like, internal. And then I got up, and I ran to, like, my brother's room. And I was like, yo, like, I got into Princeton. He's like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and then, like, I turned the screen, and then, like, I didn't reach it. I just, like, saw the big-ass tiger that said congrats. And he was like, oh, my gosh, like, what the fuck? And then it was dope. Then I ran to my dad. I was just running around the house at that point. <laughs> and then he was, like, I told my dad, and he was just, like, Static, like it was, it was unreal for all of us, really. Um, and then, like, we have like a big ass family group chat with like 40 of like my cousins and everybody. And it went in there, then it was just like we were just going up as a family, so it was like a really dope day. Like, it was an amazing experience. Um, and then it was funny because like my mom didn't even know like what Princeton was, <laughs> she was like, huh, like, what, what, what is Princeton? <laughs> and I was like, mom, it's like, it's like Harvard. But better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Har- for whatever reason, Harvard is like the name that everybody knows. Exactly. Because even in Nigeria, it's like I don't think people really know what Princeton is like that. Or just, it, just anywhere you go, it's like Harvard is the one with the like Literally. global clout. Yep. Although we're a better school, number one university. Nobody knows what Princeton. Number one university, but no one knows who you. It sometimes it's frustrating, but yeah. you know, <sighs> for whatever reason, Harvard gets the clout. But sorry, continue. No, you're good. Um. And it was just, like, and then I told her, like, you know, like, it's Princeton, blah, blah, blah. And she was, like, oh, my gosh, like, really? Like, it was just crazy. My parents, like, were, like, beyond thrilled, like, them coming from Eritrea when they were young, like, escaping the war and everything. Like, it meant a lot, like, sacrificing everything and being here. So, like, this was, like, like, all right, like, we did our job. Like, we made it. Officially the favorite child, which is great. There you go. I yep. would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but it, <laughs> they won't say it out loud, but we know it. We have our own little group chat of, like, the favorite child, which is great. And and then, yeah, and then, oh, and then, like, a couple hours later, my brother was, like, I told him about Yale because I ended up getting an interview for some reason. Oh, I also thought I wasn't going to get into Princeton because I didn't get an ir- interview. So I was just, like, you know what, like, fuck it, like, I'm done for. And a couple hours later, I checked Yale, didn't think I was going to get in, and I see, like, a big-ass bulldog, like, video, cancel that shit out, and I, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I see the congrats, and it's the same exact thing over again. Yeah. Gotcha. And, okay, you said a lot of things that I want to touch on. First thing with the interviews, I don't know how much those actually play into you getting into whatever school. Because, like I, I said last idea. time, I had some great interviews and didn't get into schools, and then I had some like not great interviews and got into the schools anyway. And like I said last for Har- <laughs> on the topic of Harvard, um, for my Harvard interview, that was the same day as the Eagles parade, senior of high school, oh, yeah. and they won the Super Bowl. Um, and so I went to the parade that day. First of all, I asked my parents if I could go, and they said no. But like guys, like, I'm, not, I'm not, mi- I'm not missing the Eagles parade. Who knows when we're going to win the Super Bowl again, if ever? We suck again. We're yeah. So went to the parade. Had to leave early to get back for this interview, but still end up being like an hour late. Um, you an hour late to your Harvard interview? Yeah, but it was just like an interview. I had sent in my great essay, done all my great stuff. So. Showed up late for the interview, and to this day, I maintain that that's why I didn't get into Harvard. Is because I showed up late for my interview. That's exactly why. Although, 
if I showed up on time and crushed, I probably still wouldn't have got in. But I just say that to make Let's myself. Let's leave it to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll just we'll just keep that as the official story. Um, and then on you saying that you didn't tell anyone that you applied. Which, first of all, like you, you said, that was because it would have been embarrassing to not get into Princeton. Yep. I don't think it's embarrassing to get to, <laughs> into a, to not get into a school with such a low acceptance rate. It is what it is. But I was also very similar in the fact that I didn't tell anyone, mm. but there for different reasons, not because I would have been embarrassed, but because, I mean, my high school, I went to school like ten minutes away from here, very competitive high school. I still maintain it was probably more competitive than it is here, but it was. Princeton was a place that everybody wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that if I told people I was applying, they would. First, I don't. I How do I put this? I didn't want anybody else's. I didn't need any outside opinions to try to like sway mm-hmm. why I was applying or telling me that I would get in or not get in for whatever reason. Yeah. And so it was something that it was like, again, I knew. My friends knew, my family knew, but other than that, I didn't really care to tell anybody else. Mm-hmm. Even when people would ask me why I was applying, I was like, you know, you know, just, you know, few schools, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And even when I got in, I don't think I told anyone for a few weeks. I, like, tweeted something the day I got in, but nothing. It was, like, very vague, like, let's go. Something That's like it? That. With, like, a lot of exclamation <laughs> marks. That was probably it. Everyone was just like, all right, we're it just was, going yeah. through. <laughs> I think probably just watching a sports game or something. Yeah. All I do is tweet about sports. <laughs> and then I just didn't tell anyone for the longest time. Because, again, it was something that I was proud of myself for, and I didn't really need to give anybody else that information because I wasn't really looking for any sort of, like, yeah. external validation or anything. Right. But also very similar in that sense. And then the third thing, because, you know, I'm just rambling here. Go for it. Um, it's your again, interview. very similar story to you in the fact you said your family, your family immigrated from Eritrea. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my family, we moved from Nigeria when I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. And... Very similar story of getting into Princeton is was letting my parents know that their sacrifice was not in vain and it was worth it to some extent. Mm-hmm. Although, if you ask them, they still want to be a, they still want me to be a doctor, and until I do that, their dreams are not fully realized. But it's okay. It's so funny because I like growing up, I'd always say I wanted to be a doctor, and my parents were like so excited. They're like, "All right, like we, we made it." And then like after high school, like. I switched to psych and they're pissed. They're like, damn. I don't know why African parents think that doctors are the only valuable or it's, valid yeah. jobs that make any type of money in this country. But we still love them regardless and they sacrificed a lot and we're yes, just here to make yes. them proud and we're living, we're, we are the American dream for them. Exactly. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have covered you applying, we've covered you um, getting in. What was the actual process of transferring like? Was there anything else that you had to do? Um, I took a summer class, like, over the summer, which is FSI, which is Freshman Scholars something, something. Institute? There we go. Um, Come on. Do better. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just, like, a class, like, to help, um, like, freshmen get used to, like, the English courses here, like how much reading you would have to do and everything. Um, it was supposed to be like an easy A class, like a GPA booster that we got paid for. So I have no complaints. Um, and then that was really all that we did over the summer. And then we got here like two weeks before, um, before school started, we transferred moving with the 17th of August. And then we had transfer orientation. And then we had to do the whole week of freshman orientation too. Which was a lot. And I felt even worse for the other transfers because they're all like 28, 29 years old. So they're like surrounded by a whole bunch of 17 year olds, which is pretty like it was sad. <laughs> I have no other words, but it was sad. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Man, um, Z groups will be the death of me. You <laughs> absolutely hate them. You, I mean, because it's different for you because you're what, 21? 20. 20. 21 December. 21 when? In December. Oh, I knew that. December 25th? 23rd. 23rd. Fuck. Next I knew that. Okay, I knew that. I was close. I was close. Okay. I knew that. Um, But no, kind of like you say, and this is feedback for anyone listening, as a transfer, you have to do all the same orientations as all the freshmen, exactly. but you're a little bit older, yeah. and you felt like they maybe weren't as useful to you? They were not, like, at all useful. <laughs> it was like, I've been a freshman before. I've been a sophomore already. Like, I, I know the drill of college. Um. 
like I don't need to have forced fun. Like it was, it was. Like I, I have no words to describe. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was an experience. I'll say that. Okay, and so question, which I meant to ask a few uh, a little bit ago, why did you end up um, picking Princeton out of all the great schools that you got into? Um, because it was an Ivy League, so I was not going to pass up like a chance to go to Ivy League. So it was between Yale and Princeton, and I just never really cared for Yale. Good answer. And oh, also, um, it was really weird, but like after I turned in my application, like Princeton would like pop up in little ways, like until I got accepted, which was really weird. Like, I remember, like, I remember thinking back to, like, when I dropped off my older brother at college in Arizona, my dad was like, where are you going to transfer to? And again, I did my little Princeton, ha-ha, <laughs> kiki But that was, like, in 2015. Whoa. Yeah. And I remember just thinking that. We were at the airport. I remember specifically that moment. And then I was in L.A., and, like, outside of my cousin's house was a Princeton review, like a store. And then... When I knew, I was like, okay, maybe this is, like, kind of wild. But, like, I thrifted a Princeton hoodie in California. So it was just, like, little things that would pop up. I don't remember your initial question, but I just wanted to throw that out. It was why, <laughs> it was why you decided on Princeton. There we go. And so to tie back, yes, it was just Princeton was in my face 24-7. And it was, like, absolutely beautiful. Like, I had no idea what the campus looked like until I got in. It is a beautiful campus. Yeah. Um, and I looked at pictures. I was like, oh, like, this is where I'll be. Gotcha. Yep. Um, okay, so we've covered you being in community college, applying, why pick Princeton, and so now actually getting to this amazing institution. Yeah. Um, uh, a few weeks in, you've been, what's like a month and a little bit in, what would you say has been your biggest adjustment socially and academically? Um, like I mentioned last time, socially, it's like kind of like finding my people here, um, so, like, Princeton makes transfer students either come in as a freshman or a sophomore. And so, technically, I would be a junior because I've already done two years at community college. And so, I'm now a sophomore with, like, 18-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, it's just, like, the worst. But it's kind of just, like, they're not my age. But then the juniors, like, I won't be graduating with them or anything. So, it's, like, they're really, like, my age. And then I'm surrounded by freshmen because, like, I went through the whole freshman, like, orientation with them. So it's kind of just, like, really finding my people and, like, just finding, like, cool people that I can, like, really hang out with and, like, chill with. Um, but it's only a month in. Like, we're going strong. Met, like, a lot of dope people so far. So that's cool. Um, academically, um, I think kind of just getting used to, like, the coursework as in terms of, like, you only have a midterm and final for most of my classes. And, like you're just expected to study everything on your own in between. And I like deadlines because deadlines like keep me like together. <laughs> like I know what needs to get done when. Um, so I really just like getting used to like doing things on my own and just, um, just like keeping up with it. Yeah. And that brings me oh to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you knew this was coming. That brings me to something that we talk about all the time mm -hmm. and that I'm trying to get you to implement into your life. And I will give a quick little anecdote to, to tell this. Well, okay. I'll give a quick anecdote. Anecdote. God, I'm, anecdote, I can't speak. You got it. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. So it was freshman year. Had was a few months in. I was struggling. It was bad. I, it was bad. I was struggling. It was tough. Life was hard. It was difficult. Pre-med engineering. It was bad. I've talked Damn. about this many times. Everyone knows. It was hard. I was struggling. Um, and so I went to McGraw. Do you know what McGraw is? Mm-hmm. What's McGraw? It's where you get help with your work. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's all I have for you. <laughs> That's all you got. Okay. But I went to McGraw. It was this, I signed up for this session about how to like, maximize your time or just do better at school whatever i forget what the title was of the thing that i signed up for and i show up and i sit there with this lady and she's like um how do you organize your time like do you use a google calendar and i was like what well, what's a google calendar because for me 
at least in high school, I could organize everything in my head, all my deadlines, all my assignments, all my readings, literally everything was in my head. I didn't use an agenda. I didn't use whatever. I was like, okay, I'll keep it all up in here. And so I came to Princeton thinking I could do the exact same thing, try to keep it all in my head. But boy, did that fail. You got humbled so fast. I got, oh, oh, oh we. <laughs> That's another thing. You come here, you got to leave the ego at the door. Because no, literally. this place will humble you quickly. But, um... I was like, yeah, no, I just do everything in my head. And she's like, what? No, that's not the way to do it. And we spent the whole session, like 30 minutes, putting my Google Calendar together. We put all my classes in. We put club soccer practice. We put all my meetings, all my club activities. We put everything in there. And I was the type of person who was always saying, literally every second day, I would be like, oh, I don't have time to do anything else other than study and work. And then you map out your Google Calendar, and then you see all the white space, and then you find out that you do indeed have time to do things that aren't work. And you have way more free time than you would expect, because you could also map out your assignments and when you're going to do everything. And so, I say all that to say, why do you not use a Google Calendar? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and will you eventually implement that to make your life a lot easier? We've had this conversation now, like, eight times. We've had it a lot of times, yes. And I've yet... Like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I hear you, like, 100%. And I love that for you. <laughs> I <love> that. <laughs> like, I truly do. I love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> but I just... I still, like, write down my shit and, like, what needs to get done and when it needs to get done. It's just not on a Google Calendar. Okay, and I don't want to say that... Okay, first midterms is coming up. Yep. In what, a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. I... No, okay, nothing. I hope your midterms go perfectly. What were you going to say? Nothing. You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> See, I hope they go shitty so you understand the value of a Google Calendar. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, yeah. Those are your words, not mine. Mm. I'm just saying that I hope... It's not the case where you need to see how much you need it if things don't go great. Although, you're, you're going to crush it. Your first Princeton midterms, you're going to crush it. That was so forced. And I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll but, see after midterms. No, but actually, though, no, but for my sake, please just use a Google Calendar. For your sake? For my sake. Okay. It makes life so much easier. All right. Being able to just visualize your whole schedule. I'll, like, make one and then I'll send it to you. Please And do. just not use it. <laughs> No, trust me, you're gonna you're gonna love it too, and you can like color code it too. Like for me, I have my classes in purple, I have my meetings in uh, fucking orange, I have my my meals in like yellow. Oh, it's, you're so excited about the colors! I, I, lo- I love Google Calendar. It changed. It ch- literally changed my life. If they needed a sponsor, I will be their sponsor. I will do ad. This is an ad for Google Calendar. If you didn't know, I have no words. But again, I love this for you. Oh, okay. But again, I just had to bring that up. Okay, and um. What would you say has been your least favorite part about Princeton so far? If anything. I already know you're going to give me shit for this, but... I Honestly, I forgot your answer, but what is it? Um, I was going to say, like, the social scene, like, going out, like, the nightlife. I'm not, I'm not going to give you shit. Did I give you shit for that last time? You did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it was because I used to always say, I hate it here. You did say that. Why'd you hit it? Wait, what? Why'd you hit it here? I don't know. Um, I don't have a concrete answer. It was you didn't meet me till week three. It was. Um, <laughs> 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 it was. <laughs> it skips right through it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I don't know what it was. I think I was just like annoyed at being like in freshman orientation. And it just, like, pissed me off for the next, like, three weeks. And I was just, like, holding a grudge onto how much I hated the fucking freshmen. <laughs> this Damn, so bad. Let the freshmen live. Oh, my God. No, no, the freshmen are great. Um, she just gave a look. I she did doesn't, not. She, does, she doesn't agree. Um, the freshmen are great. I'll leave it at that. Um, and so I was just, like, I guess I just didn't have my people yet. I was kind of just, like, getting used to shit. And, like, the time difference was kicking my ass. And, like, it was just little things that I had to get adjusted to still. And I didn't know where shit was on this campus, so it was just me and Google Maps, just like <laughs> thugging it out. Oh, I still use Google Maps to Thank get you. around. It's because there's so many buildings that are like 1903, 1901, 1930. I have no idea the difference between the 19. There's too many 19s. Like I don't know who decided that was a good way to name buildings, but they need to diversify the name of the fucking buildings I other agree. than just class years. That's so stupid. So yes, I still also use Google 
calendar or Google Maps to get around. Because the campus is so big. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> That's what I gave you shit for. That's there it, it is. There it is. Okay. Go ahead. The campus is fucking huge. Bullshit. And right, as I said last time, and as I say all the time, this is such a small campus compared to basically everywhere else. The longest walk you're going to have to make from any one point to the other is 20 minutes. You live in Holder now. I lived there my first two years. Okay. Took a bunch of classes down by Frick, by McDonald, by Jad, just that whole area. And that was a hike, but it was 20 minutes at most. And so you're longest, saying 20 minutes isn't a long walk? That's not a long walk. And going f- the longest, the, by far the longest walk is going from Holder to the basketball, to where the um, where the basketball games are, which is Jadwin. And that's like a 20-minute walk max. That's not far. You go to a Rutgers, you, they have like five campuses, and you need buses to get around. Even Duke, which I love so much, they have a bus to go. That's, that's like, I think it's like East and West Campus, whatever it is. Other campuses are huge. This is a small campus. So you saying that this is a big campus, that's what I gave you shit for. And that's what I will keep giving you shit for. It's a big campus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is not big at all. I don't all. like walking 20 minutes okay. to get from one end to the other. Get a fucking scooter. I refuse. Get a bike. I refuse. Get a skateboard. I refuse. Get the unicycle. I I don't <laughs> what? <laughs> get something with the wheels. I don't know. It's not that big of a campus. You're right. Ugh, okay, whatever. You're frustrating. You are so frustrating. <laughs> we can it's argue a, it all day. We're not gonna. Day. No, I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue with John here. No, fucking. I don't want to use a Google calendar. I don't want to. So difficult. It just sounds like you're trying to change my ways. I am trying to change your ways because I've. I. You don't want to be like you. Sorry. That's not what I was saying. I was saying that there are ways that have made, there are things that have made my life a lot easier, and I would love for your life to be easier also. So you don't have the same type of rude awakening that I had coming to Princeton. That is all. I don't want everybody to be like that. I appreciate it. Deeply. (laughs) I hate you so much. It's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Back to the social scene. Rewind. Um, What are your thoughts? What are your. What have your thoughts been on the social scene so far? Um, like the first couple of weeks, it was like there wasn't much going on. Like it was kind of just in the courtyards. This was also before I knew people. So it was just like I had forced fun again. <laughs> and but like recently, like the street like opened up and I went to a couple of them. Um, it's been pretty dope. Like the music's like ass, but like besides that, like <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> besides that, like it's pretty solid. Like no, it's funny because in the weeks since we've recorded, yep. <laughs> there's been like a lot that's happened since. Because last time you had only been to Canon. Oh yeah. Yeah, and how was that? Try try to lie lie again. Yeah, lie 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 again. I was really about to <laughs> lie. You were about to lie again. Um, Canon was cool. For everyone listening, last time she, because I just, <laughs> I knew she went there and I knew she didn't like it, and then I got. I on didn't here. like it, okay, because the music was trash and there's just not much going on, and it was just literally not much going on. I sat there and I was drunk, like it just wasn't. Got okay. Another quick disclaimer. Oh yeah. Kids Sorry. don't drink. Never. <laughs> or drink responsibly. responsibly. Don't get macaj. Use peace safe to your advantage. Yes. They're good people. Yes. It, that might be controversial to say, but I don't care. Um, drink responsibly. There you go. I had to mention that. Because we got there last... We, we got, did, I'm sorry. We got there some some way, somehow last time. And I get there again. I think it's the same way. It was, it was, but on the topic of the music, which, okay, I'm glad we brought this yep. up again. Freshman year, I came in. And you know the song, Mr. Brightside? I actually just listened to it yesterday with my roommate. I had never heard that. You just he was so <laughs> random. I had never heard that song in my life. And so first night out, I go to the street. I forget which eating club. And the song comes on for the first time. And I just see everybody screaming, losing their minds, knowing all the words. I'm like, what is going on right now? A few hours later, the exact same song comes on again. Exact same reaction. I'm like, what is going on right now? Fast forward to like three two three months later it's the point where mr brightside comes on i know every word i'm screaming it alongside everybody else and that's just the transition and the adaptation that you're gonna have to make here to fully enjoy the nights out because to this day the music that's played on nights out is not what i would want to listen to Mm -hmm. not at all but 
I've realized that you don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Not everyone has the same music taste as me. It's a very different music taste on this campus. And yeah, so yeah. I need to adopt in order to enjoy fully my nights out. And so I think you're going to need to have a similar transition to the point where you need to learn all the words of Mr. Brightside and all these other sorts of songs and the unwritten's of the world and the since you've been gone to the world. And I then you could maximize your enjoyment on the street. I guess. I will, eventually. I'll put an honest effort. Okay, please okay. go. Thank you. But, yeah, and then since the last time we were there, we went to I went to Cottage, which is great. And I was sober, and I had fun. There that you means go. a lot. That, that, yes, kids, you don't need alcohol to have fun. <laughs> don't listen to Faith. Yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but Cottage was cool. I went with one of my friends. Um, it was, what was it, Oktoberfest? Yeah. Yeah, you were decked out. That yeah, was... of course. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at my Instagram. Actually, no, I didn't post an Instagram picture. Never mind. Carry on. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, it was cool, though. Like, the music was solid. Like, the DJ, the DJ did his it. thing. Shout out to the DJ. That, yeah, that dude crushed it. He definitely did his thing on it. Um, and it's fucking huge. Like, I, like, you see them from the outside, but you're like, you know, like, whatever. And then once you're, like, inside the houses, you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I probably sound like a freshman right now. You but, do like, sound like a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely do. This <laughs> is so bad. Um, but, yeah, it was just fucking huge, and it was just amazing. It's, like, a whole bunch of White Houses, like, on one street. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did you know what, uh, did you know about the eating clubs coming in? No. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Princeton until I got here. You didn't do your research? What the fuck? No, I just applied. <laughs> <laughs> it's just applied and came. Okay. It was a name and I applied. <laughs> I knew uh, nothing. Did I already ask what your biggest concern coming in was? No. Okay. What was it? Mm, I think it was definitely imposter syndrome. Like, I just... I kept saying, like, oh, I just got lucky getting in. Like... I probably not going to be able to keep up. Like, I don't really deserve, like, to be here. Like, coming from a small school in, like, California, a small city. Like, you know, like, what am I doing at Princeton? Um, that was, like, my biggest, like, worry here. And then I remember talking to the other fresh, uh, the other transfers. And they were, like, there's no such thing as getting lucky when there's such a low acceptance rate for transfers. Like, they, like, picked out each one of us, like, for a certain reason, which kind of helped. And then... Like, over the last few weeks, like, as I've been getting, like, a routine and, like, getting used to everything here, um, like, I definitely feel, like, more in place, like, more of, like, more a sense of belonging here. But, yeah, that was definitely, like, the biggest, like, concern coming in. Um, but, yes, I'm glad you brought up imposter syndrome because, again, I'm not going to get into it because I talk about it all the time. Let Even talk about it last episode. You did. I just listened to it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that's something everyone experiences. It's just a part of going here. You do get over it, and then you realize that you do belong here. We all belong here. We're all great, blah, 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 blah. I'm not yep. going to get into it. But, yeah, imposter syndrome is a real thing. When you get it, don't feel like you're the only one. Everyone experiences it, no matter how. No matter how you could look at someone, you could think they're, like, crushing Princeton. But I guarantee you, they at some point, were like, how did I get here? Why am I here? So, that is all I will say on that. And we've already done 58 minutes. I don't really? know what about this. We've, like, taken so much longer. I think <laughs> we only did, like, an hour last time. I think so. And I still have a few more things. I did try. But anyway, you know what? We're just going to get to the Tiger Confession section because... Is it the same questions? It is going to be the same questions. Right. So act like you haven't heard these before, okay? Okay. Everything should be element of surprise. Okay. First question. Um, uh, Very confused underclassman here. Can someone explain how late meal works? What are the spending limits, and can you combine both late lunch and late dinner swipes into one giant purchase? Also, how much do the chips cost? I couldn't find the price at the shelf. <laughs> Even reading this again, this is still such a funny question. This is so funny. <clears throat> and you have to answer like you did last week. I have no idea. <laughs> my exact words last time, too. I have no idea. Okay, and so I will explain. Thank you. And act like you've, you're hearing this for the first time. Okay. But late meal is the period after lunch. So lunch is what? Um, 11.30 to 2. And then dinner is 5 to 8. So late meal is the period from like, what is it? 2.30 to 4-ish. And then um, 8.30 to 10-ish. Where you go to first and they have quesadillas, 
burgers, fries, a bunch of different food that you could get. And when you're a freshman and a sophomore, you have to be on the unlimited meal plan. Mm -hmm. And so it's free for you to get late lunch and late dinner or late meal. So you technically get five free meals a day, which you should fully take advantage of. So that's what late meal is. Um, also, more importantly, for underclassmen, it's like your social scene and your place to go hang out with your friends. And when you don't want to do any work and you just want to waste time, and you want to chill and you want to meet everybody else, that's where you should be going. So you, as the sophomore that you are, that's mm-hmm. where you should be spending all your time meeting all your people. I think I've only been there like once. You should go hang out there more. That's where that's where all your all your friends will be. My friend, I've been there. Like I walked through it like around the time of Lake Mill, and it's just packed. Like, it is so it, many people. It's because that's where you go to hang out. Because they don't really there. It really is no other hub for underclassmen. When you're a senior, you have your eating, or if you choose to join one, or near an upperclassman, you could join. You have your eating club, mm-hmm. um, which I have. I don't know what other. You know what? Never mind. Um, <laughs> so you have that. There's other places, but for underclassmen specifically, that is their place to go hang out and chill. Mm-hmm. And the question of can you combine. Um, both late lunch and late dinner swipes into one giant purchase. No, you can't. Uh, and how much do the chips cost, dude? I don't know. Ask one. Ask someone who works there. That, that is so funny. Be <laughs> yeah. the least of your worries. <laughs> but yeah, that's what late meal is, and it's kind of dope. Um, if you're not a classman, definitely take advantage of the free meals and the ability to meet other people, especially those of you who are saying that you haven't been able to meet many other people and are struggling to make friends, definitely go hang out at Late Meal. You'll meet tons of cool people. And yeah, a second question, which again, I pick these questions and you don't really get to say much about them. It's okay. Which makes you kind of an asshole, but it is. I'm going to read this question anyway and then you can answer. I don't remember what the question was. Good. It says, I had a rough freshman year and my GPA is in the toilet. I'm working on getting it back up, but in the meantime, how the heck do I land an internship for next summer when all I have to show is my horrible freshman grades? Sincerely, a stressed sophomore. Oh, I answer? Yeah. If (laughs) if you have any thoughts. (laughs) Um, I think what I said last time was, like, if you're, like, in, like, extracurriculars and, like, other, like, like, outside of, like, school things, like, do you have those to show for? Um, I think also, like, I remember when I was applying to schools, like, they said if you did have pretty bad grades, like, you should explain why those grades weren't as good, and so, like, it kind of gives, like, a background story to why it was, and that you weren't just, like, fucking around and, like, have, like, bad grades, so just kind of, like, kind of really just explaining, like, why you have those grades and, like, how you've improved and so forth, and stuff like that could help um, employers, like, see... That you really are trying. Wow, that's a lot more than you had to say last week. It is. This I have more time to think about this it. This is growth. This is growth. <laughs> yeah. um, my answer to that is because I relate to this very much so. My GPA was in the gutter. Say Freshman year. What's up? I said say No. Okay. Don't worry about it. Mind your business. <laughs> but it was low. It was very low. Much lower than people would expect. It was low. Low, low, low. Um, and so I was in the very same situation where I um, was a part of a bunch of stuff and... I think the best thing to do would probably be to go through Princeton to get a, um, an internship. So what I mean by that is there's the PICS internships, which are the like ones all over the country. There's the IPs, which are the international internship programs, which have different internships all over the world. I was going to do one in South Africa, but COVID said fuck off. So didn't get to go, unfortunately. But I would use – I would go through Princeton to get an internship because, one, they would understand why your grades wouldn't be – what I don't think they care as much about your grades because they know how difficult Princeton is. And then that's also a more surefire way to apply to something that is only available for Princeton students. And so apply those. If you get one of those, that will look good on the resume. And then that could lead to another internship in the future while you're also building your grades up at the same time. But then also another thing that I'll note is that you should just shoot your shot regardless because a lot of these companies jobs internships whatever have like the gpa requirements on their sites but i don't think that they always stick to that as strictly even like the internship that i got there was a gpa requirement which i don't think i hit and i got the internship We'd love to see it. and if you don't shoot your shot you're never going to know True. so you might as well just shoot your shot and that's one of those situations where you hope that the princeton name will will help you even if your GPA isn't as... Do what it's supposed to do. Do what it's supposed (laughs) to do. Even if the GPA is not as strong as you would hope for it to be. 
So yeah, that's my advice. Apply to Princeton internships. Um, get one of those. Build a GPA. But also, more importantly, shoot your shot. In every avenue of life, shoot your shot. You want to apply to a school? Shoot your shot. Apply to an internship? Shoot your shot. Talk to a girl? Shoot your shot. Just shoot your shot, guys. Shoot or shoot. Shoot your shot, 2K21. Exactly. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's my answer. Faven, yes. another good episode. We did it. We I didn't did. know how this would go. It went pretty well. It went well. It was a little different. It's okay, though. We did it. We did it. It's Yeah, it turned out okay. Is the memory card in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be bad if it wasn't. It, but... You just did it. No, it is. I checked. Okay. Um, do you have any final words for the people? Um, shout out to all community colleges. Shout out to every single one of them. Every single one. Um, get your merch, guys. Get your merch. Get Yay. your merch. I was going to say, did you say it last week? I did. That's oh, the only okay. thing I said. Okay, 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 okay. I was going to say, I, was, I, was, I literally had that in my head. That's the only thing I was going to say. Get your merch. Get your merch. Okay. But yeah, that's it. That's been another episode of Go With The Flow. Thank you for listening.